relationship I have with Hilchus Miller I have both them five sons and uh, I, I was the, the model for all five of them but uh, in a way that uh, did not require much expertise on my part where the model took care of everything and all, all we did the chitur. After the model sets everything up, and it's a shield we'll talk about in a minute. But first, let's uh, from that case, but not because of that, but for a period of time, uh, we had a, a meal school in Mount Sinai Hospital. And there's no relationship with yeshiva on that somehow grew up independently there was a very very well known moral Rabbi Rubin and uh, I uh, anyway officially I was dean of the of, of the Miller school at Bonsaide Hospital until they put us out of business who put us out of business I was sent to Hasmona to Dintora by a bunch of Moralim that were putting them out of business. That the Moralim we were training we were in business for four years and trained about 18 21 Moralim each year each, each class very excellent excellent <laughs> meal school the doctors cooperated the Moralim cooperated they felt there's too much competition. That's just not to not to continue the school. Our intent was to pre- prepare Moalim so that America could have Moalim, young Moalim are willing to travel, spend Shabbos in a Machal Shabbos house, Mila that the Moalim didn't want to do. Only Bidiyeva they would do it. It turned out that there was too much competition. That once the first two, first class already, first two classes pumped into the field some 40 more of them there. And they weren't going out uh, to uh, Savannah, Georgia to do a meal. They were doing a meal uh, in New York City. And there was just too much, too much competition for the more. They asked us not to do it. Stop doing it. Nowadays, if you want to become a moral, uh, one of my grandsons-in-law is, is, you go to Eretz soil, 
they go to Moshele, uh, and he, he charges uh, uh, $8,000, and you can come up a very good moral. Begin Hilchas Mila, and then we'll go through some of the, the technical aspects of Mila. But first, you turn to page one. Mr. Sasei Leav Lomulas Bino. Ogadola Mr. Zu Misha Mr. Sasei. That second half. There's no good explanation for it. The Shach adds because there's a Chiv of Kores involved. Therefore, to see, it's a very important mitzvah. Einata Yodea Matascholon Shal Mitzvos. Hard to put a, 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 a accreditation, a value system on, on Mitzvos. Mitzvah Smila is an important mitzvah, of course. But why, why the Mechaba says, Shah Mitzvah, Shah gives that explanation. Yeah. Uh, all all mitzvah, most of say are Shabbos, uh, have colleagues associated with the two. It's somebody that's also a Shivas of it. But then the first part, Mr. Say Lab Lomulas below. Im Lo Molo Aves Beno, and Chayovim Bezin Lomolo. That's a responsibility that every Jew has to another Jew to see that his children undergo Mila. When we had the power of Bezin, if a father didn't want to model son, then Bezin would do so by Koho. The Mlo Malu Bezin, Chaivu, Shiagdil, Lomo Lesatsmo. The Mlomo, it's not because it says, it's not my fault, my father didn't do it. It's a Chiv on the Yochit. Chiv is on every Jew to be Mal. It's Chiv on himself. When he's a cotton, the father has that chiv. He can chiv of chinuch to provide mila. When that is not possible, the father died, Bezin steps in, the mokamav. And if not, it doesn't take away the fact that it's a mitzvah of a yochid. It's not a mitzvah on the tzibur. It's a mitzvah on the yochid. The yochid has to be Physically, a person can't do it himself, right? Therefore, there has to be an assignment of who steps in and, and helps out. But the Ika Mitzvah is on the Yochit, which uh, brings to mind, if you look at the Gideon Masha, below Lechabed L'Acher Em Yochol Lomo Be'atzmo. You have that? There, I'd like to call your attention because the if you turn to page 18b, 
and the numbers are a little bit hidden, so you should, should be able to find them. You have the, the Benish Chai, the Rav Paulim, the Shayla Lamed Bob, Shayla Lamed Hay, sorry. You have the Shaila Echot Shahu, you have to place 18b. No? That's okay in this bit. It didn't reproduce as well. Okay. You, uh, it doesn't, doesn't need your attention too much there. And Shayla Lamed Hay. Echot shu yodea lomu, hu moel kovua lomul hayelodim shebeir. Behayom ishto muveres. Behotze shimtelet loben, sheyeose shriach, sheyase shriach lemoel achar shebeir lomul as beno, bebnei shehu toev. Vachomets meod lios hasandik. Interesting shaila. I like his. See the truth is uh, more interesting. What's the shaila? Fellas are all in town. Is the shaila in town? Is the only shaila in town? That's most most towns had. Okay. Now his wife is pregnant. He's always wanted to be a sandik. Why? I, I don't know. Maybe he's having trouble making a living. And a sandik is if it's uh, some kabbalah that's uh, a zguli for ashirus. The sandik, that's why you don't give, meaning you saw, you don't give the same person sandik more than once in the family because since it's a guarantee for ashirus, you spread it over the family. One should become an Osher Muflog more than anybody. Uh, all I can tell you is my Shrezatzal was Sandik on all our children and, and most of the grandchildren, his grandchildren in the family, he was the only Sandik there and it didn't help our Shias at all. It didn't work. That's a child. He wants to invite a model of another town to come and do the meal in case the wife gives birth to a boy. He wants to be able to invite the other model and he should be the son. What's the problem? Problem is the Mechaba. Right? Mechaba says clearly, Chayev Odom Lomol is Beno. He was on the father. Right? Mitzvah bo yosem b'vishlucho. You can't make a shkliya to do a mitzvah if you can do it yourself. Right? But, but good, good lesson. Yeah. How poskim 
earn their reputation. So what he answers is, from Bedikas Chometz. is a chiv on the one who has the Chometz. Which means in your house, who owns the Chometz in your house? Your father, not you. Yet, Midi Yisrael is, it's a house with many rooms and many people in the household. The father makes the bracha. I'll be a Chometz. And then the people scatter and each person does a little bit. He goes into his room and cleans up. The father also does. But if it's Mitzvah Yosem of the Aloha should be that the father alone has to be the deacon's Chometz in the whole house. That's his Mitzvah. The Mitzvah is on the owner of the Chometz. So the Rav Paulim from there gives his children on the Shailen and says, you see from here that since the father is also involved in the mitzvah, the fact that he has a shluchim that assists him in the mitzvah doesn't take away from the halacha of mitzvah bo yosem b'shluchim. And therefore, since a sandik is called the balhabris, because without the sandik, the male can't do the melee because the sandik holds the baby. Therefore, the sandik is a participant in the bliss. And therefore, the moel who wants to call in another moel to do the mila, but he will still be mishtatif in the bliss by being the sandik then it's no violation of the mitzvah bo yosem m'shulchum. Nice to see where you find that tshuva and a shayla of mila, you find it hidden in B'dikas Chometz. I'd like to then see what we're talking about. If you turn to the end, right, to uh, page 115, and we'll see what we can do. Fourteen. The timing is is right. Uh, today, uh, the parsha that's coming Shabbos is parsha Lech Lecha. Abraham Avinu on Mila, but Abraham didn't make Mila like we make Mila. Because he didn't have the Chiyab of Priya. That came later. 
They came after Matantola. Rabbi Mabina really would not come out like we are. Right. He only had the chituch, removal of the purpose, removal of the Allah. Underneath the Ola, the the Ola, it's upholded in your sleeve. There, the top part <coughs> is heavier. It pulls forward, leaving the bottom part of it, which is more mucosal, more like mucus tissue. There, that's the Ohapria underneath. If you would take and just pull the all the forward, all you would get was the skin on top, and you wouldn't get the all up here. We have a here after Matantola to make Milo Upriya. Milo Upriya is not a kosher Milo. The Priya presents itself with some, some problems we'll talk about in a minute. When the uh, Hungarian Moalim came after the Choban uh, there, they brought with them their Kabbalas. And among the Kabbalas that they had was that the Mila has to be done Bitsiporid, based upon a, a medalish, uh, I don't know if it's not a reputable medalish even, but that that every part of your body is assigned a mitzvah. And the nails are assigned a mitzvah of priya. Therefore, a busy moel there often has his thumbnails shaped to come to a cone. Not a point, but this way makes it easier to catch the, the, you pull the ora priya, ora mila off and cut it. That leaves you with the ora hapriya stuck to the gid, stuck to the to, to to the penis. And what they they do, and many more now follow their technique. With the nails, they catch the ora priya and they tear it, because the ora priya doesn't have to come off. The Ora Mila, if you tore it and pushed it back behind the cleft, the pendulum, you wouldn't be Yotzeh with Mitzvah Smila. Mitzvah Mila is Lahosir Esa Ola. You have to take the Ola away from the body. Ora Priya, you have to Megale Esa Gid. And the way you usually do it, they'll tear it and peel it back and then when you put the bandage on whatever happens to it happens sometimes it gets stuck and you'll see from your own you go to the bathroom next time you can take a look it's usually a little extra skin just in, fr in front of the cleft just before the cleft that's the aura priya that's stuck there sometimes it's taken off it's torn off completely but that makes no difference the aura priya doesn't have to come off the body 
I'm sorry. Which one is the oil priya? It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not show it. That would be the, the. Um, it doesn't. Doesn't really, doesn't really show. Doesn't really show it. They cut off the the, the prepus and then. Right. And then that is. That is the that's the all. That's what. What that's what the boil puts aside. Right. If he's a good boil, he doesn't have to do any pre after that. And that is, talk, I have a reference to it here. If you look in Rabbi Menden Siddur, where he has Hilchus Mila in the Siddur, he has there a line, Hane Bavloi Mumchenheim, the Molin Uporim Bebasachas. Many and it was almost routine among the American Moalim before the Hungarians came. We didn't do Priya Mitzipolin. But let me see if I can stand a little. Every moil had this. What you what you do with this is you slip it underneath the ora priya before you do the mila. You see that a moil plays around with the baby or something. What he's doing is separating the ora priya from the yid. Then. All he has to do is take a tweezer or forcep and catch the Ora Priya and the Oha all together, pull it forward, put on the shield. Two. Don't really have a shield, but we'll talk about this in a minute. Put on a shield there, and I cut. Therefore, he's mole of Paul of the Basachas. And the Rebecca Mandan refers to it as Hannah Bavroi Mumchenheim. All they did, all they did was be Machaber the two Ora Priya with the Ora Ola, and then the forceps can catch them both together, pulls it forward, you put on the shield, cut right off. Do you have to peel it back then still? I'm sorry? Do you still have to peel it back afterwards? Don't, not, not to peel back, there's nothing there. Take it off. My prayer has in here, I have a there, there's no objection to it, it's yeah, we'll, we'll find it in a minute. Suddenly became a big in Mila today not to do it that way. It's hard to understand why. Certainly, it's better for the baby, less painful to the baby, 
as we'll see, we'll talk about that in a minute. Since <laughs> there's nothing in Aloha that, that, that says you have to do it except for that, I, I got it here. It's something on that the Tipovan was assigned the task in Mila of, of doing the Priya. Yeah. This uh, presents us with a problem. I took this here, that I, I've had this for many years. The local community, the Broya Kehille, came out with this, uh, what I have, these are the components. This is what a moil shows up with. So this is a probe get under the Yor Apriya, so we can pull it together, there. And these forces, etc. This uh, also based upon Kabbalah uh, this is a, a scalpel, also saw away. Break him and try to introduce this in, into the market. And the wonderful thing, it comes sterile, everything is fine. But they charge, I think, four dollars or something for it, and they didn't make it. <laughs> the more them didn't buy it. Yeah. It never made it into the market. Yeah. Nowadays, a good moil has a relationship with a hospital where he will give, give his equipment in for them to sterilize. Many, almost all the local hospitals offer that service to more of them. They stick it in their autoclave when they sterilize other things, and wrapped up nicely. Uh, the, the European modem came in, uh, they gave up on sterilization. Their, their germs don't need sterilization, they use 70% uh, uh, alcohol. A little metal dish that's usually adequate for their sterilization. It's of course it's not sterile, it's antiseptic, there are bacteria left that are spore formers, but usually don't cause any trouble. You get, you get away with it. It's not, not so bad. Remember you're doing surface surgery and then they came uh, uh, all the abonos that are Moyle does, it's known as bacitracin ointment. And when it's all finished, it smears on a big glob of bacitracin ointment. So whatever bugs, whatever germs he missed up on, the bacitracin catches it. And they get away with it. Not, not, not so terrible. Yeah. Logically and rationally, there is no reason why a a moil should not sterilize his equipment. I personally believe it, it's really an issue not to do it. The fact is, it doesn't cost you any money. It's an additional protection to the baby. Why not do it? Yeah, but, uh, I have a little difficulty because I teach microbiology. So I have a little more deheres for the germs. I have more respect, more respect for what they can do. 
uh, certainly a, a, a moral, if you take a moral, you should ask him to sterilize the equipment. There's no reason why not to. Baba Maise, it dulls the, the scalpel there. I'm not sure. The, the amount of cutting that a moral has to do, uh, a sterile scalpel is just fine. What is what is uh, I showed you here? Why is there a, a scalpel on two sides? That's because although moral, many moral don't have it. In the old days, almost every moral was marked on it, based upon a, a loss of chazal, and they a drosh a drosh on it. The cherev pifios beyodom, stay pios. And therefore, you have a, a knife with two edges. It's a Kabbalah, a Kabbalah Indian, which all the, the good Mohalim know about. One good Mohalim, they trained by an older moral who, who taught it this way. But you have to have a double edge. So they came out, this drawing here, we came out with this double edged thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's available on the market. Turn to page, look at page one, 115, which presents uh, a common problem. I had one only last week, uh, Shaila. <coughs> By a male, the urine is supposed to come out from here. Sometimes it doesn't. The baby in less development that really what happens is the, it hasn't fully fully grown. The penis hasn't fully grown. It stops a little too short. And therefore, the opening is over here. So a little boy will have to go to the bathroom like a little girl. If he went to the bathroom standing, he, he would urinate on his, on his shoes. So that's a, a real problem. And in order to solve that problem, what is needed is to extend the penis opening to go to the front. I need more tissue for that. The tissue that they use for that is the law itself. So the pediatric urologist Right. We recommend not doing Mila until there's enough tissue for him to be able to extend what there the also show the some sort of circulation here, but to be able to extend over here you see it best right. instead of the opening being over here I have to move the opening up so I have to take this tissue over here really which is part of the urethra part of the 
tube where the urine comes out and make that tube longer to get to the end. I have no tissue. Where do you get tissue to go to the end from a male who grows hair on all his tissue? He doesn't know what the baby, how the hair development will be. If the baby has a tendency to be hairy, and people, therefore, some people have a lot of hair on the arms, the hair on the, on, on the back, and so on. If that would grow hair, it would mess things up. I'm looking for a tissue that doesn't grow hair. What tissue doesn't grow hair? The ola. Therefore, the ola has to be reserved to be able to do the plastic surgery, usually when the baby is two years old. So they don't want to do the meal until then. Most post-game agree that that's a good good reason to do so. But I found, however, that this has become uh, highly questionable, Arpiyalach. Why? Because the doctors recommend plastic surgery for cosmetic reasons. If the opening, the urethral opening, is over here and the baby is going to grow up and have to urinate on the shoes, have to urinate like a girl sitting down, that's a big bum move. But sometimes all it means is, <laughs> as some bathrooms have this sign, uh, our aim is to keep this bathroom clean, your aim would help. <laughs> and therefore, the aim is not so good. But he doesn't have to sit down to urinate. Instead of urinating this way, he'll urinate this way. Right? There's no reason to delay the, the bismillah, no reason to subject the baby to surgery for that reason. So the question really that has to be determined right from the beginning, what will be when the baby grows a little bit, let's see what's what, 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 what would be that's easy to project and if there would be no necessity for the, ba for the, for the boy to urinate like a girl then there's no heta either to delay the, the blessing even though most pediatricians would make that recommendation for cosmetic reasons is there a way to <coughs> fill up the breast and then save the uh, orla? for the surgery a couple of years later? Yeah, you know, no, no problem. <laughs> you, you can't save the Ola in a, in a bottle. <laughs> you, you could do something which, Allah is hard to determine whether you're doing it because the Khiv is Ola is the Hosir as Ola. You have to take it off. So some, some have suggested I could make him sort of semi-circumcised and leave the Ola attached yet with a blood supply until you need it for, 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 the, for the plastic surgery. I see no, no advantage, there's no halachic advantage. If you don't take off the Ola, it's not a, it's not a mycemila. Let's uh, continue the, the technology.
here uh, it's very very strange that the at the Broer Kehillah or Bali Halacha that they gave this in, in this in this thing. This is the Mogain. Old fashioned Mogain was a shield. The best picture is look on page one sixteen, number four. That's the, I I didn't have uh, one of those to bring with me. <coughs> That's a plain shield there. This is what this is. It looks just like this. However, this one already uh, became the mogging. Bronstein clamp. Uh, which would, uh, would, I'll turn this and see what the Dvali say about it. What this allows for is bloodless surgery. This clamp, and this was a, a seichel of, of this, uh, the Moyle Brownstein, put on this, this part onto it. When I do this, and I do this, right, I bring this two together. They made it, they made it that you could do it without tying it, putting it together. If I put both sides together, I cut off the blood supply, I leave it for a few seconds, and then I, I do the, the chituch. Basically, there is no bleeding. Why? Because the pressure, by putting these together, there crushes the blood vessels inside and doesn't bleed. It's a tremendous advantage to the moil. Why? The one thing that the moil has to worry about is the baby will bleed after the meal. Sometimes it's due to the fact that this baby has a bigger blood vessels and it didn't seal off when you put the bandage on it doesn't seal off so easily. The mother mother calls uh, a few hours later. The, the, the diaper is, is full of blood. Uh, mother has to come back. He's traveled away for Shabbos to do a bris on Shabbos. Yeah. He goes back home Shabbos night. Sunday gets a cold and still bleeding. So the Molin, almost the best of the Molin, began using this clamp there and put it under pressure this way and close, close this so that it's bloodless surgery. That will come to Dalach. Before I do that, I want to show you the what, what is routine, routinely done in the hospital or something terrible has happened. Uh, last statistics was only 66% of Jewish patients underwent circumcision. In 1950, it was 96%. And that's the contribution of the reform movement. And even substituted a bloodless ceremony, some people kill him or something, and, uh, and 
Don't do, don't do me at all. I have it I'm stuck in, in, in the notes here. Pages there, uh, circumcising adult men prevent HIV infections, etc., etc. From Lancet, three randomized trials provide firm evidence that the risk of acquiring HIV is halved by male circumcision. Were not for antisemitism. Every adult born in America would be required to have circumcision as part of U.S. public health rules. You'd have to get a, a religious exemption not to have to be. But because of antisemitism, right, the Goyim have not jumped on the bandwagon. It causes a 50% reduction in HIV, unprotected sex. Right. Nowadays, HIV is being handled a little bit better. But at a time when HIV was an absolute death warrant, no one was running to do a because it's too Jewish. Yeah. Then came out a whole bunch of reports that when you remove the OWA, you lose some of the pleasure of sex. Now, I didn't you know, have that here, but only three weeks ago, four weeks ago, a big study done there in, in England and America on 60, 70,000 people. You saw there's a lot of bubamycins had nothing to do. <laughs> that, even that is not true. The resistance to meal is there from the time there, uh, most likely the Inquisition time in the 1490s where Moloso where became a factor. What most Moshe Moloso was someone who was circumcised, keeps on pulling on the skin so as to hide the fact that he's circumcised because Kluwakarefish was involved. Because being identified as a Jew meant you, you lose your life. That circumcision turned out to be our great mitzvah, but with it the mitzvah came the, the chesed Hashem that also involves a major contribution to health. Right. That's fully recognized. No one questions that anymore. Yeah. The most common surgery done in the U.S. Army is circumcision. It doesn't cost any money. When people uh, join the army, right, they learn about circumcision. And in the army, it's a full-time job. We have a, uh, I have a old Harvard who, who earned his keep in medical school by then having to pay it back to the army. There, uh, he was a urologist, full-time day 
a full day's work every single day of the week was to do Milan Goyim. Because they are taught that it's good for them, they know it's good for them, they run into all kinds of problems. So they developed this thing called the gamco clamp. And most melee that's done in the hospital. When I was growing up, everybody did melee in the hospital. Beth Israel Hospital on 17th Street and uh, 2nd Avenue, there, which was the major hospital for the Lower East Side, right. has a meal room because <laughs> women were kept in the hospital for eight days. Nowadays, insurance won't pay for you for more than 24 hours or 48 hours. Right. So everybody goes home on the third day. In the old days, all meal that was done in the hospital and was done with the gumco clan. A poor Jew had a mile come in. There was a meal room with, with, with a covert uh, a, a place to, 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 to give a kibbutz, give a kibbutz. This was a very simple thing. I say this is what's used today in, in all, all meal in the hospital. And it's it involves putting this all over the olor. They come in all sizes right there. It's then put back in here. I've seen it done many times in the hospital. It takes the doctor just as much time as I'm showing you, <laughs> showing you here, during which time the baby is screaming. What happens? Here, the old one. is now squeezed between 
the this, this plate on the bottom and the and the base, they leave it on for ten minutes. Which time the baby is howling the whole time, right? When you take this off, no bandage, nothing to put on, finished. Because it, it's crushed all the blood vessels, there's no bleeding after that. That's the gumco clam. What is Brunstein, the so-called, what I call now, the, the mugging, duplicated this by this simple lever and by, by But having this lever able to put this under great pressure, closing it down, they accomplished the same thing. And this became popular among the poor mothers. Until, until the Bali Halachi got involved. If you go a little. Yeah, if you look on page 117. <laughs> once, once, once it's it's fully compressed, he just takes a stick, cuts around it, and that's it. If a person uses this uh, medical gumco, what's it called? Which one? The, the the silver clamp. What is it called? The gumco. Gumco. Does the person get a tamasdam afterwards? It's what? Did you need Hatapa's stamp? Uh, oh, okay. there, there, there we go. There we have the chubis in there. Okay. So it took. Look on page 118. Okay. Um. You can see, on top you have the, the mugging clan. That's that's this. That's it. With the clamping with the clamping arm. Okay. There you have the gumco the gumco clamp that I just demonstrated to you. Okay. And here is the traditional Jewish shield, which is just this. Just without, without the arm on it. The one that Moalam Hamel sold is made of not not disposable. This was made to use once and so away. It's made of nice nice surgical metal, very nicely done there. Okay, now so look what look what happened here. The Dolim and Saul were the first to respond to this development, and they came out with an ESO against it. All right. Again, look at, look on page one nineteen. Uh, you have a mogin haposhut, hamakubo midodo, right? And the other one is hanesa mikol glory. Okay. <laughs> All 
I look on page 120 is still out. Oh. Right. It's the business of Eric Nature's Hall. Also, we tell Shumbus Mold, because there's. All I can tell you is. Most Mold make use of this clan. So then we have, we have a shayla. Is it a kosher meal or not? There's no doubt that it could be made kosher. I have a moil, moil, on the moil in Muncie, there, uh, who finds that he has has to use it when he's travels away <coughs> to a meal. So I gave an eitzer. That seems to be a pealoche, okay. And that is, in order to avoid this complete closure, to file a V-shaped spot so that it can close all over except on that spot. You visualize it? If I make, if I make a, a, a dent, a V-shaped cut over here, a little something there. No, it shouldn't shouldn't require much attention. Just realize taking a file and filing off so that when it closes, it closes all over except at that spot. Then on that spot they'll be bleeding. That guarantees that there is dumbness. Because if there is really bloodless dumbness, the gamco clamp always is bloodless. My shred has a chuber. I think I, I I can find a few. It's, it's in here. There. That questions whether, in order to put on. In order to put this little tube on, they often slit the oil up a little bit, make it easy to slip the tube on. He questions whether that's considered to be dumb bris or not, because it's dumb before the bris. It's dumb that you cause, like an injury before, in order to slip on this, the, 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 the the, the protecting cone there. Is that called part of the epistambris, then everything is okay, then it's a good. Misfora, I would say it shouldn't be considered dumbbells. The fact that someone goes ahead and makes an injury on the oil is not part of the bris. I, it's preliminary to, to, to do the bris, and to do the bris in what way? Do the bris in a way that's also to do a do the bris without dumbbells. Nevertheless, uh, Shreya has the chuba that, and that's his malam is on many people who had their, their meal done in the hospital on the eighth day. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to the uh, um, A bris done before the eighth day for whatever reason. Uh, there. Is not a bris. Uh, 
no kosher amila. The person is still chayv kores for being a, a not a non non circumcised. Dambris is a critical component of the meiser mila. Therefore, it's important that you should, there has to be that dambris. The tumul that that the this. Uh, so-called mugging clamp. Um, why they mugging is the name of the old clamp of the kosher clamp, but they gave it this name anyway. What they call the, the mugging clamp there is because it can be done in a way where there is no dumbbells. And this, there's no dumbbells, not before, not after, because in order to use this, I don't have to make any kind of. My question has always been. How did this survive? This is a stupid system. Just forget about halacha. It's cumbersome, it's time consuming, it's painful for the child. Why did it stick? Once this came out, it showed that it works just as well. And the whole, this is a 20 minute procedure. This is mummish, a 10 second, 20 second procedure. Yeah. Why this still survived yet in all the hospitals? use this it's kind of a Kabbalah by the, the I have a, a, a grandson who's in Norfolk, Virginia finishing off his medical career there and, and he, for some reason he's interested in gynecology obstetrics uh, and so on and he's been doing that for the last two years he does six, seven meals a day every single day Everybody gets gets circumcised there. The Jewish community, and so on. They don't want a, they don't want a, a, a bris meal on, on on day eight. They want to come out of the hospital on day three. After two days, you're out of the hospital. They don't want any 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 trouble with with, with meal and so on. It's not not a religious community. Okay. Uh, any any questions on this? The one that's used nowadays. I'm sorry. The the, the clamp that's used nowadays yeah. is just the clamp without the latch. That's right. So the, the right. only thing that causes the problem is the picture. Look at the look at the picture on on, on page one eighteen. Right. That's the one. The one that's. Uh, there is there is some wise guy ball in that I've seen in operation. Look at the cleft. Look at the opening here. That's a picture actually of a of a clamp. Right. I've seen more in where the this cleft is half that size. So they have to force the the, the Oram Amile into the clamp. And by doing that, they get almost the same thing as putting the clamp up. Yeah. They do it fast, so on, so it, but they, they've learned, those who learn to use it comfortably and they can use it, they've learned that it's better for them the tighter the, tighter the clamp is because it does the same thing that the mugging clamp does. It puts it under pressure and there's less bleeding. But there's no, no danger of no bleeding, so it, no one no one is protesting it. How is the 
How does the traditional class cause less bleeding? Sorry? How does the traditional class cause less bleeding? How does the traditional? Clamp? Yeah. The, uh, um, how does that cause less bleeding? Traditional clamp doesn't do anything. This this you're referring to? You slide the orla through that. I'm sorry? If you slide the orla through the slap there? This doesn't have this doesn't have any any means of of clamping. This is only to make sure that he doesn't cut into the organ. He pulls the, he pulls the 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 all of forward, right? Slips it behind, and then runs his scalpel along the metal. In other words, when he does the mila, he just runs it along along here. And the, he's sure that the that the penis itself, the organ, is not sticking out. You have to be, has, has to be sure be sure of that because the little tip can slip through. You took my little, little baby. It's eight eight year old baby. Yeah. So that 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 that's why those who like a, a tighter a tighter one, <laughs> they make make sure that they order that. There's a company that manufactures uh, these things. Uh, in the old days, it was all coming from Germany. Yeah. It always bothered me. This meal, almost every piece of equipment was usually stamped Germany. Yeah. Okay. A word about pain, the pain of circumcision. Here we have a very strange thing. And there's a Sridiyesh that's almost out of, out of character there. Uh, look at uh, uh, this page, page 121. the pain of circumcision. <coughs> okay. Muto or also? Are you allowed to use something to reduce the pain that maybe if Mr. Shem, if you're ever sandic and you have to hold the baby, you hold the legs apart, you can't imagine how strong the baby is. Meaning Against your your grip, right? The baby, when you they, when they start messing with him, is in pain, and it's difficult to hold the knees apart. So it'd be nice to do something to reduce the pain. So there is now by a New York State law. You're not supposed to do surgery on a baby without giving him a pain relief. Once upon a time, there was a Kabbalah among medic. I'm talking one that lasted into the into 2000. There, that minor surgery on a on a on a child, they don't feel that much pain. A child of eight days old, where there is 
well, no, full development of the nervous system, whatever that used to mean. There was never any evidence for it or not. Anyway, they finally did a study, and you can tell when a person is in pain who cannot respond to a question. There's a hormone released by the adrenal glands, cortisol. When someone is in pain, the cortisol hormones go up. So you can measure in the blood whether the person in pain got to be someone is not be communicated with it, you want to know if he's in pain or not, you check the cortisol levels. Why shouldn't you use something to reduce the pain? So uh, now in New York you required, Muslim don't do it because religious, uh, religious freedom in America is not part of their, their routine, so they don't, they don't, don't use it. But uh, in the hospital, they have to use But they use a, a compound called EMLA, E-M-L-A. I can tell you from, I've been sounding often enough to know it makes no difference. EMLA, yeah, EMLA, no EMLA, it's no difference. It's totally valueless. But there is a good, a good treatment. And that is there. It's the same thing that they use in sunburn treatment there and so on there. So easing the pain of circumcision here, right? There. You, you know, you're familiar with the term Novocaine or Lidocaine. Standard, excellent there that's used in, the doctor has to do something to you and he thinks it's painful, he'll give you first an injection of Lidocaine. Your dentist, before drilling your tooth, gives you an injection or something, it's lidocaine, we know it works well, etc. And nobody wants to give a baby injections. So there is a preparation, but it involves 70% lidocaine. Lidocaine is used in 1% in injection. In order for it to work surface without being injected, you need 70% lidocaine in a base that doesn't have too much grease in it. There, it's available there uh, on the specialty market, specialty drugs, drug stores that make up special concoctions for doctors. Nowadays, a pharmacist doesn't do anything. A pharmacist gets a degree because his eyesight is good enough to pour from a big bottle into a little bottle, and he knows how to count. He count the pills, but they don't do anything. But once upon a time, a druggist made, he was a druggist, he made up concoctions. So it's hard to get a druggist to make you up a lidocaine preparation. But I have with Muncie, we have one that does it regularly there. And it's unbelievable the difference. You smear it onto the baby, you should give it to, to the mother to do that before she leaves for the house, before she goes to the bliss. She shreds that onto the baby, right? There. By the time the, the, the meal is done, usually an hour has passed by or so, which is more than adequate time for the lidocaine to work its way in. And the baby is essentially pain-free during the meal. No, why could that be bad? So we have, we have here, of all the people 
the Sridi H is the one that made the tumble. You know, the, the Sridi H, there, Big Tamad Chacham didn't look for Chumras. Many of the Kulis that have crept in in the Zionist circles it came from him about boys and girls uh, singing together and so on. He is from the Mekilim, certainly. A wonderful, wonderful person. I knew him personally. Uh, un- unbelievable human being. Yeah. Uh, and on this one, he went overboard. There. Look at page 29. Timing is Rabboni and it's perfect. Pasha's left Yeah. And test. Bessie Yamaze Nimo Labohov. Okay. Going down a little bit. Omar Rababa Bakana. Hirkish Benitzayel Kedeish Yichpolo Akarjbochu Schovo. On that basis, the CDH rules that you should not use any narcotic. For you see from here that there's more schav if you experience the pain. How the jump from Avram Avinu God infatuated Avram Avinu to an eight-day-old baby and therefore an eight-day-old baby should be given the schus of having pain so Kodesh Baruch should give him more schar on that basis the CDA said that narcotics should not be used my Shreya had no objection whatsoever you use their something for the baby and I will tell you besides this uh, 70% lidocaine which works wonderfully there's another well well studied approved by the AMA and that is to give the baby some sugar water to drink just before the meal but the sugar water sugar in, in water and the babies usually come home from the hospital with a bottle with a bottle they give them of water and sometimes sugar water water sweetened with some sugar it needs a little bit more sugar than what they, what, what they give and I always recommend to the mother to boil up a, a little a little bit of, of, of water uh, with it teaspoon of sugar in it. Uh, uh, two teaspoons don't hurt either. Right. And put it into a, a, a bottle and have it available just before the, the bris mila. Sugar on a baby works like a narcotic. It turns off the pain centers of the brain. Yeah. The baby takes a few, a, few, a few drops. It's extremely helpful. It doesn't equal the lidocaine, the local anesthetics, 
But nevertheless, and that is already also, if you check the literature, well established, well, well known and recommended by pediatricians, and the molem don't make use of it. Again, hard to understand why not. That information is relatively recent, meaning 20, 30 years ago there, uh, maybe so it didn't get, get into the field early, but nowadays, especially those of you, Mirzashem, you're being Rabonus, there, you have to show uh, that you're up to date in, in many ways. Yeah. Close to innovation, but not, not to the information. Uh, you should know that, it's, that you're open to learn new, new, new things and to recommend a that, a model, um, that a mother give a baby a, a drink of, of sugar water uh, is an act of, act of chesed on the part of the world. Pick up. Okay, I think we're finished with this part. Okay. If you turn to page 135, not so easy to read, but it's still readable. Okay. Very important point in Malachi. We'll, 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 we'll get to it, Mr. Ne Shem, next, next year. Talk about a, a, a whole. What's called a hole in halachid to postpone a bliss. And I took here from the something I where I published the chavusa, okay, the jaundice infant. When a baby is born, all over America, all over Israel. The first thing they do is they do a blood test on it for a number of things. One of the things they check for is bilirubin. B i l i bilirubin. It's in here and it's in the article. You'll read it. Little little lesson in biology. And bilirubin there rises in the blood of a baby because the liver doesn't work, it doesn't function until day five, day five after birth. The job of the liver is to conjugate bilirubin and make hemoglobin from it. It goes right into the red blood cells. And day five, the normal bilirubin, your old bilirubin, would be close to zero. Sugar, check out your blood. Bilirubin, maybe one, maybe two, but close to zero. By a baby, on day seven, the average of a baby who is nursing. Okay, that's important to know because the nursing prevents the 
bilirubin also from being conjugated because of the hormones in the mother's blood. On day seven, most babies who are nursed by mothers have a bilirubin of 12. saying this with a little bit tongue-in-cheek there and most Marlin if the Billy Rubin is above 12 is 13 will refuse to do the bliss they check every mole checks what the Billy Rubin he doesn't know what Billy Rubin is if you ask him what's Billy Rubin he'll tell you Chaim Rubin's brother right But more than 12, he will not do a bliss. But on 12, by day 7, 12 is the norm for a nursing mother. Medically, until it's above 18, it's perfectly fine. Some babies take a little longer to clear the bilirubin. Some babies' eyes are yellow from the bilirubin. Elder people, elderly people who have yellow eyes because their liver isn't functioning properly. That's called jaundice. So they postpone Mila. Mila Bismana is postponed regularly. I'm going to take more than half the babies that are born, they don't do the meal on day eight because the Billy Rubin is above 12. Medically, there's nothing wrong with the baby until it's above 18. Then you begin to worry, and then usually it's nothing anyway, but you begin to worry, then maybe it's a good idea to, to delay the bris a day or two, see what happens. But the idea that is established, that you check with any moral you want today, nobody will do a bris above Billy Rubin 12. That's a violation of Isu de Reise, there's a chiyuv of mila v'zmana. Mila v'zmana is a mitzvah d'araisa. You can't just postpone because you feel like it. Yeah. Especially if the mila comes out on Shabbos, then suddenly everybody is more machmir on the Billy Rubin. They're looking for a reason to delay the bris. They should have to do it on Shabbos. Here I want to raise an a, a interesting child. There's a there's a tshuva in... In, I think in one of the last traditions there on this can you postpone a bris for a good reason good reason is nowadays Baruch Hashem uh, we have uh, young men, young women who became Zor B'Mitzvos a little bit later in life and their families are not Imagine a police is on Shabbos and the family is not a full family. Hosan Kale were full, the baby is going to be full, but the parents are not full, the grandparents are not full, and the police is on Shabbos. And the parents, the grandparents, you know, will drive to the police on Shabbos. 
you make accommodations, or you stay by me, uh, I, have a, I have a bedroom with a private bathroom for you, it doesn't work. Oh, they'll park a, a block away. <laughs> they home park right next to the shul. Is that a good reason to delay a bliss? My focus there never never had occasion to discuss it with, with my shares outside. Yeah. But in the article I'm sorry, I, I said this shouldn't I remember. No, it was in it was in the last uh, Truman, in the last last issue of Truman. Last issue of Truman, that one or the one just before? I think last issue of Truman. Yeah, in 32, 33, whatever it is. I, I have the whole set. There, with, with, with they, have, they have the the Bikuach in there where they should or should not be done. I just shared with you there. To me, Apisvah, I think it's a good enough reason because we have a halacha and it's proper to do a mitzvah ktana, an iso ktana, an iso cotton, an iso ktana, in order to save someone from an iso gadola. Where do you, where do you, you have that? You're allowed to be machal Shabbos to go after a, a child that's been kidnapped, as was done in Russia, right? Uh, it uh, was it Shin, uh, Shin Hei, Shin Vov, yeah. Because she will be Mechal Shabbos the rest of her life. They'll, they'll convert her to there. And you have to be Mechal Shabbos only once. That's called an Isuk Gorua with a, with a, with a, with a Mitzvah Rabba. What is the issue of delaying a bliss? To save someone from Chil Shabbos Daraisa. I would lean very strongly to say, based upon the understanding of the Rav and his efforts uh, to resolve the problem otherwise, that it should be done. It's a proper thing to do. The consensus that they reported that Truman of a whole bunch of Rabbonim in Eretz soil was negative, not to do it. Just call that to your attention. Okay. I think that takes care of pretty much the tactical aspects. If you have you want to clarify something? It's a good idea now. We have a minute, minute or two. Uh, are we going to dump Mincha here? Uh, it's an easier one you prefer. It's a good idea. Yeah, kill that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then, Mr. Shem, what, what we have to do is a whole bunch of Shabbos Chubis, but also the Yodea there and, 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 the, and the Rambam. There, but uh, yeah, a whole bunch of you get people. Oh, you don't have that at home, but uh, a whole bunch of wonderful chubas from the egos <coughs> there, as well as other places. If on your way out, you could put the the. Uh
uh, box right here. I'll bring it back next week.